0: hello guys welcome (laughs) back to gabbing
1: uh, it up up. we're gabbing today episode three episode three this is like a thing now like we're really doing it
0: this is real time for us we just posted our first episode so this is kind of crazy
1: it is kind of crazy i'm so happy y'all seem to be liking it like We got some followers on Spotify. If you haven't followed us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts yet, make sure to do that so you never miss an episode. Mm -hmm. And make sure
0: to follow our TikTok.
1: Yes. in our link We we constantly are posting TikToks and Reels and really just highlighting our best moments, funniest moments, Mm -hmm. all the things.
0: Yep. It's so much fun. I don't know. I love the reels and the TikToks. I think they're so fun. Me too. So today we're going to be doing
1: a a recurring themed episode, if you will. We're going to be doing episodes like this. What do you want to say? Quarterly? Probably. It's going to be, yeah, a repeated thing where we give hot takes within a certain category. So we're starting pretty broad and we're just going to go like pop culture celebrity-esque hot takes. We might do a bookish Mm -hmm. hot takes. We might do a film hot takes. We might do, who knows, any type of hot take. Around the holidays, we could do a Halloween hot takes, a Christmas hot takes. I feel those are in our future. So today we're just gonna have the introductory, introductory? Yeah. Hot take episode. But before we get into that, of course, we have to do our weekly segments, starting with just our personal update. What's been going on?
0: Um. Okay. So I have a couple, but the first one, I feel like I haven't really talked about this, but it's just that bipolar is hard. Okay. I think people don't know that I have bipolar too, and it's really hard because... You literally don't have any regulation at all. And even though I'm medicated, it's still just really difficult to regulate myself on a day-to-day basis. I feel like my emotions are always so extreme all the time. Mm. And it's just really difficult. She's on the roller coaster. Always, constantly. At all times. Yeah. Literally. My
1: clients who deal with bipolar tell me that all the time. They're like, I'm exhausted just from, like, living my day, even if I don't have a busy day because it takes so much work to regulate.
0: No yeah like I'm literally chronically tired I could sleep so much and still be tired and I think it really is because my bipolar and my anxiety because I feel like all the time I'm constantly just like on the defense all the time and just trying to regulate myself but then also dealing with anxiety at the same time I'm like all over the place consistently and trying to come across as a regular normal person just like "Eh," like I'm just a girl is really hard. Trying to come across as regular to me, you come across
1: as very regular, very normal. <laughs> I'm Rest not saying assured. that if you have,
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that if you have bipolar, you're not regular or that you're not normal. No, but no. But like no. trying to come across as just like, oh, like I'm just here, like I'm just existing, and I'm not having any struggle at all, and mm. I'm just here. It's really hard to like not be consistently being like I'm dysregulated at all times
1: yeah you want to come across as like chill and this is so easy for Mm -hmm. me because it's so easy for everyone
0: but that is just simply not the reality it's not it's really not but I feel like I don't even do it on purpose but it's exhausting just to exist yeah I feel like I've always just tried to come across like that just like not on purpose I think as like a as a defense mechanism so like mm. it's so natural but it's still really tiring
1: i'm sure yeah and i don't you don't have to share but with everything you're going through right now mm-hmm. that's a lot to regulate through it is a lot i've been to regulate. thinking about you all week i've been oh thinking stop about you're about to make me cry <laughs> i have like little moments especially on thursday throughout my day where i was like I don't want to text her. I don't want to be like overwhelming or trying to like force my space on her. But I hope she's doing well. Like trying to like quell. Yeah. Trying to quell my anxious attachment and also show up. (laughs)
0: No, it's good. I really like it when people show up for me because I'd be like, nobody cares and I'm just fighting alone. Like I'd be having full mental breakdowns in my room, like trying to be as quiet as possible so nobody hears, like none of my roommates know. And I'm literally having a full mental breakdown, like banging my head on the floor, like not doing well. I understand the
1: banging the head on the floor. I hit myself with a book. That's what I do. Like if I'm
0: in that space,
1: I will literally hit myself with a book and go, ah and it's just like 30
0: seconds of ah, and then I'm done <laughs> yeah no because I get like real like panic attacks like i be so then I normally get them and I'm alone and I just literally don't know what to do I just want to crawl out my skin and mm-hmm. I'm like what do I do what do I do bro the it's first so panic real. attack
1: I ever had was in target probably one of the most overstimulating places on the planet oh no I literally sat in the corner in Target, just like my cart was sitting by me because I couldn't move. Like that skin crawling feeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god, it was intense. It was crazy, and I was gone for like over an hour. And I was in college at the time, and my roommate was texting me like, "Where are you? Did you get in a car accident?" I got back after two hours and I was like, "Girl, I don't know." I was just like panicking in the corner in Target for no reason, and she gaslit the fuck out of me. There's lore behind this roommate. She was like actually really, really horrible to me. Oh, she tried to poison. The one that you Boba. told me about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She tried to literally poison my dog. So that was crazy. But she gaslit me and I was like fully thinking I'm going crazy. And then I started to think about it and I started to talk about it with my therapist. And I tracked it back that I had literally been having that feeling but more like low grade since I was in like second or third grade. Wow. Crazy. And I was just – I was gaslit until that moment in Target. So no – that feeling is real, and it needs to escape. We need to do the banging our head on the floor, ah, screaming, whatever, just to like get it out. Out, yeah, that's the only way. You just gotta fight through it for real. And it's not even fighting through it, like from a somatic lens. If I'm gonna step into like my professional, <laughs> go ahead, really go ahead. quick. Um, the nervous system has to find a pathway. To release. And if you don't have that open pathway, that's the stuck feeling that comes in. A pathway doesn't have to be like, oh my God, now I think like you sent me a voice memo either today or the other day where you were like, I just don't know how to fix it. It is not a fix when you turn off the like fix it mode, you can start to tune into your natural impulses. And I know this might sound like way too woo woo for a lot of people. (laughs) But once you experience somatic therapy, like it's just so different the way that it shows up. It's like, oh my god, I didn't even notice that my back was trying to crack. And I've been like, oh my god, no, I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing. I'm trying to fix this emotion. Like, why am I cracking my back. And then once you like very slowly track through like the natural impulse that your body wants to do, you release so much and your body feels so different. And that's only one of the pathways that you can open like is through somatically in the body. Sibam is like the thing of somatic therapy. So there's sensation in the body, but there's also image behavior um, affect, so emotion and meaning. And if you follow the natural impulse through any one of those channels, you start to feel a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more unstuck. So sometimes the natural impulse is to literally ah, your head against a book and you know what? That gets something out and you're getting something moving and it's not a fix. It's just following how your system wants to naturally regulate the problem is that a lot of the times the way that we naturally
0: regulate we want to judge ourselves for so that's really enlightening though to know that it's like just what my body naturally needs to do for my mental health yeah
1: it's nothing weird like all
0: my clients would be
1: like well you're telling me to tap into this natural impulse but it's fucking weird and I'm like no it's not why do we think it's weird? And I don't ask that question out loud because why questions are way too big for the therapy room. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's a judgmental part showing up. There is some kind of protective part
0: in the mix here. I have another update to share. I fear. I don't know what happened one day, but I got yeah. advertised a lifestyle girly book vlog. Oh. And I fear I have gone down a rabbit hole. I fear, I fear, I fear, I fear, I fear. (gasps) I still don't like some of them because some of them are like what we've talked about. I shouldn't say I don't like some of them. I don't understand them being book influencers Mm -hmm. because some of them are not. But Mm -hmm. some of them I feel like actually are.
1: Do we feel comfortable saying names, not of who we don't understand, but maybe who you are liking?
0: Yes, I really like Miss Destiny Sidwell. I love her. I love and her. She, and she has a friend, Sarah. I don't know how to say her last name. Sarah Carolee? Sarah I. Carolee? I they're friends. Like, her sarah and Haley are all friends and she goes to visit sarah her and sarah have a podcast actually um a bookish podcast it's like called like bookmarked with sarah and destiny um but i have been really enjoying their content and i don't know i just find it like a friend i'm like oh my god hey friend
1: yeah that's how i feel about destiny i really like her and i really like steph
0: steph who i don't know how to say her last name boer boer oh steph boer yeah i know steph yeah, boer yeah steph boer
1: i like her sometimes the swifty stuff is like a little too much they're all swifties ju- every no i know i know and i'm not i'm never judging i love girls being girls be a swifty slay but when you don't understand the lore and you don't have the same emotional attachment it's like like, mm-hmm. okay, can we talk about
0: something else <laughs> No yeah. I feel like I haven't watched Steph Boer like I watched her on TikTok I think and then I subscribed to her but I haven't watched her in a while but Destiny and Sarah I've gone down the rabbit hole. I love how much B-roll they have in their vlogs. That's what Same. that's what gets me. I do
1: love that especially when I'm like getting ready. I love watching them when I'm getting mm-hmm. ready cuz I'm like this is just a nice gentle way to start my day. Um I also think it's cool, like, Steph, if you just look at her Instagram, like, she literally looks perfect. She has this gorgeous face, like, perfect body. She knows how to style clothes. She has this aesthetic life with these perfect photo dumps. I try to show, like, a very, like, quirky side of myself, especially on Instagram. I want to be funny. I want to be edgy. Like, I – that's kind of the side of myself that I will present And she is not like that. She literally looks perfect. And then you watch her videos and it's like, oh, my God, wait, you're just like me. Like, you're just a girly. Like, you are finding it hard to eat because of your anxiety. So you're just going to eat a bag of Crunchy Curls from Trader Joe's. Like, that is so me core.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I really like their ideas, too. Like, I think I'm going to start doing more of, like, their type of reading vlog ideas because they'll be like, oh, like... I just mood read for a week or I yeah. read as many pages as I picked up my phone today. And so I like, love that. like I really like those ideas because you can really like mood read. Like they even did mm-hmm. one. Sarah did one where she had Buzzfeed quizzes, choose her TBR. And what she literally did though, was she did quiz that gave you like your genre for the most part. And then she just chose a book within that genre. Like those are so much more like mood reading yeah. and I kind of like those.
1: Yeah, they it, they've cracked the code on making reading content sustainable.
0: Yeah, or like they did like outfits choosing my what book I read. But like you're putting on the outfit. Like I know you know a book in mind when you put on that outfit.
1: Oh, yeah. I tried to do a video like that oh my god like two and a half years ago and it literally flopped like i'm pretty sure it has like 300 views which is just crazy
0: no that is Cause cause my video
1: my videos average between five and six thousand views which like it doesn't sound like a lot to somebody who has like a massive following but to me, I can't – you know about my fear of being perceived. When mm-hmm. I click on that YouTube studio tab and it says, over the past 48 hours, there was never a moment in time when somebody was not watching your face on a screen. Immediately, I dissociate. Like, I can't no, – yeah.
0: But um, speaking of views really quickly, that's the name of our Patreon tier. And if you want to mm-hmm. see our faces live every week – you should guys should go subscribe to our Patreon. It's only $2 a month for four episodes a month. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. It's literally 50 cents an episode. Also, if you're not watching the video version, you didn't see the adorable face I just made while well, Deja was doing the promotion. so
0: No, I feel like there's a lot, lot of, a lot that we be giving away just through our body language and our facial mm-hmm. expressions that you can't get the same kind of oomph when you're just listening to the audio. Yes. That's real. And I personally, I only really
1: watch one podcast, but it's because I can't listen to the audio anymore that I've like, I've ruined it for myself for listening to the audio canceled with Tana and Brooke. I have to watch them. Tana's facial expressions are too good. Like, (laughs) she's crazy. We're
0: we're expressive people, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm, I Mm -hmm. fear we are. Do you want to hear my updates? Yes. All right. Um I don't have like big life altering things, but I have just like a few weirdo things that have been going on. Okay. Uh first of all, my sleep schedule's fucked up.
0: Oh, cuz of the
1: glass. Yeah. It it's like slowly getting back on track but there was like a three or four day stretch where i didn't go to bed until like three or four in the morning and then i had to wake up at 7 for work and i was just dead so i feel like i'm coming back to myself after that which was nice that's like my first little thing mm-hmm. um my ex-best friend blocked my dogs on instagram <laughs> Wait, who I'm thinking about? <gasps> mm-hmm. Yes, who you're thinking of. Um, Block your I, dogs is crazy. I noticed I like switch over to Boba and Mochi's profile literally to like my own post. Like, of course, Boba, my daughter, is going to like my post. So I switched over and I noticed they lost a follower. And I was like, who is that petty that they're going to unfollow the dogs? And I was like, I bet it was this fucking bitch. Search her up. Can't find her. Blocked. She blocked my chihuahuas. How are you going to block two chihuahuas? Like, I just... There's something going on.
0: I'm not I'm going to get up here and I'm drag her, her like everybody else. Okay, I'm going to need some screen recordings from you.
1: Okay, that's
0: fine. I'm really I'm not. Because especially now that this podcast... Yeah, it's coming in my future, I fear. Oh yeah, you're gonna get taken out really
1: quick. My yeah. people have been going one by one by one.
0: Ooh, not one by one. Mm-hmm. And then there were none, I fear. <laughs> not Agatha Christie.
1: Ag- Agatha wrote this story. She did. <laughs> she's going. She's going with the plot. She knows the script. Oh, oh God. So that um. Another weird thing, I figured out that I had someone subscribe to my book Patreon, who was Mm -hmm. an acquaintance in real life. Oh, I remember this. Under an
0: assumed name, like an assumed identity. Like it wasn't like their real name. It was intentionally deceptive.
1: I will oh, just say like that. a
0: nickname or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: And I didn't
1: find out until I was going to block them because they were doing some things that broke the policies of my Patreon. And I noticed the email, and I was like, "Um, we literally went to grad school together. Like, what's going on? We've literally gotten coffee and talked about like therapy. Like, why?" It, it would be different if it was, like, one of my grad school acquaintances who's like, hey, girly pop, like, I want to support your little internet venture, blah, blah. Like, that'd be different. But to not talk about it and then to block me on all social platforms and block me from texting her, because immediately when I saw that, I was like, what's going on? So I just shot her a little text. Failed. And I was like, mm, what's going on? Like, maybe it's my service. Send it as a text. That green bitch did not go through. Everything wow. was turning green. I couldn't find her on Instagram. Like, she removed me. So I'm like, why am I getting blocked? And so I'm wondering, does it say something about me that these bitches want to block me? Is it better to be the <laughs> blocker or the block E? Like, I'm not really thinking of them like that. They don't really sit in my mind like that. So I'm never going to be one to block. Like, I I think I've maybe blocked two people in my life. One of them was because my therapist literally told me to. She was like, Haley, I really, I'm going to be so honest with you. You're not going to make progress unless you block this person. And I was like, okay. And I did it. But they've been, like, romantic exploits.
0: Like, exes. Yeah. Because I just can't yeah. see
1: that. It just ruins my mental health. But, like, why are these girlies treating me like an ex? Like you thinking of me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm screaming. They must be. You're in their mind. And for what? Because, okay, my ex-best friend, I understand. It was like the situation was definitely traumatic for me. I don't know if it was traumatic for her, but I was very, very hurt. Um, This other girl, though, like we were literally acquaintances. She hadn't crossed my mind until I saw that damn email address. And then I had the fear of God in my soul.
0: Wow. I can't believe was, that you're huh? I can't believe that you're like lingering that much for them. My impact.
1: But I was getting lunch with my other friend from grad school and we were just talking about like where we're at with our practices and I was asking like about her wedding cuz she recently got married and I was telling her like, "Hey, have you heard from this girl? I haven't talked to her other than she subscribed to my Patreon without saying anything isn't that kind of odd? And she was like, "No, Haley, that's really odd. Like, I don't know why she would block you, but then subscribe to your thing. Like, is she a fan? I don't know. This is weird." Two minutes after we had that conversation, that girl she hadn't talked to her since July. She texted her. Oh no! I'm
0: that's not, weird. That's I am really not. I am not kidding. No, literally, she got goosebumps.
1: She was like, "Um, does this girl have eyes on you? Like, what's going on?
0: Mm, That's really weird. That's really strange. Mm -hmm. I would like to Mm -hmm. think that it's just weird universe coincidental timing for you. Same. That's
1: what I would like to think. I hope I'm not in my stalker era, but I'm definitely in my blocked era. (laughs) You most certainly are in your blocked era. (laughs) I don't know why, but... I guess I'm blocked. And then uh, my last update is an inquiry. Um, okay. Do you have that one influencer that you don't know at all? Like, it's not because of personal feelings, whatever, but you just, like, feel scared of them? Like, every time their content pops up, you're like, oh, like, it's, it could yes. be for any reason. Yeah. I was talking about this with my friend group, and everyone has, like, that one person that is just like, Oh. And for a lot of people, because I was talking about this with my friend group, it's the girls who, like, talk really slowly. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah, I can I just can't. wanted to come on here. You're, you're scaring everyone. Please be normal. Please. Mm, yeah, please. Wake up from your AI
0: state. I don't know.
1: But Mine is me- Emily. Oh. oh. Mine's no, no, Emily.
0: I don't know how to say her last name. Mar- Mariko. That that um. salmon girl from TikTok oh my gosh the salmon girl oh, you know the salmon girl i do i do she's scary she's scary because as you said i don't uh-huh. think she's like a talk slow but she gives like weird ai why doesn't she season her food i'm i'm confused season use garlic powder some of the ones that scare me are like the people
1: who don't season things and they make the weird food but you know that it's like fetish content do you know what i'm talking about no Oh my god. Uh, Jarvis Johnson has an amazing commentary video on this. It's like a phenomenon. You know, sometimes you'll see a video and you're like, this is the weirdest fucking recipe I've literally ever seen who's going to make this. And it's Mm -hmm. like dumpster nachos, like just something absolutely ratchet and insane. Uh Just crazy people food. Um, It's fetish content. These women... Will just be like shoving their hands in like mayonnaise or something, and people don't watch it for the recipe.
0: No, I fear. Yeah, no, and Emily, she's just so weird, but now she's pregnant. That's an update for her. Oh. I do know well, that. Congrats. And she's, she started selling, oh, not Boba. <laughs> she just wanted to say hello. She said, I was blocked. <laughs> she started selling these these farmers market bags that are big totes for the farmers market that cost $120. <laughs> yeah, and she sold out.
1: Is this a prank? No. Who's, bu- Who's buying that? I, I don't really know. question I question the judgment of the people who hit purchase. I'm sorry if any of our viewers
0: bought one of those, but like, girl, what is it? embellished with gold it gotta be i mean it looks like a nice tote for maybe like 50 dollars 50 even oh it's a nice tote so i would say 50 dollars like that like eh, i mean i'd rather buy it for like 30 but like 50 dollars i feel like that's already high like you're pushing it but 120 raking it she is raking it in she gotta be wait who is your person
1: um i'm not gonna say his name because i run into this person at influencer events in austin all the time so i'm not gonna put him on blast and say his full name i also don't want it to like make things awkward like i don't want to have beef but he's just the type of person that literally terrifies me like all of his posts i have to send it to my best friend and just be like look (laughs) Like I can't go through this alone. Like, I'm not even dragging him. I don't think he has anything wrong with him. I actually feel really bad that I have this aversion to him, but it's the faces and poses that he will do in photos, and he looks like a mannequin. Uh,
0: not a I mannequin. can't even speak giving Kendall
1: not even it weird, like uncanny valley, like the people from Polar Express.
0: <gasps> Polar Express. Oh, oh, that movie terrifies me. I'm sorry. Maybe that is a hot take that is not part of this episode, Mm -mm. but Polar Express is like the worst movie. I'm sorry. It's terrifying.
1: I totally, 100% and completely agree. Also, one of my exes, everybody told me when I started dating him that he looked like the boy from Polar Express and they were right. So maybe it's my trauma. Maybe it's just my trauma kicking in that I hate this man, but let me try to do an impression i can't even do it
0: no boba is mad she hates to hear it
1: um she doesn't like this man either but yeah no he does this like stiff botox pout face that's like and picture like I have small teeny, teeny, eensy lip injections and I also overlined, but he, his lip injections are, mm-mm. so imagine like two times the size.
0: Mm, no, they're giving fish lips. Yes. And it's giving stiff. No. Like, <laughs> I know exactly. Like I'm picturing it like in my head fully.
1: I'm going to send him to you right now so you can Okay, let me see. And we can get your live reaction. He also, I don't know, it's his voice too. Like, he has that weird AI uncanny valley thing going on where he'll be like, Hey, Austin girlies, are you ready for the hottest new restaurant? And I'm like, can you please never speak to me ever again? I'm terrified.
0: (laughs) That's scary. That's really scary. Ugh. It's chilling. No. No. I'm scared. It's too much Botox. That's what it is. And you gotta <gasps> go
1: back at some point. You gotta hear his voiceover. It's... Bah, 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 bah. I'm like... I'm literally so scared.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Boba, you've got to shut up. Quiet
1: on set. Um. So that's my personal update. I guess... Um, my recap is, I'm not sleeping, I'm in my blocked era, and I'm scared of a man.
0: (laughs) What's new? I guess I'm just dysregulated in the lifestyle girlies are helping me out. (laughs) We
1: have to recap our personal updates every time, because that was really good. (laughs) On the pop culture side of things, obviously we have to talk about
0: House of Something and Whatever. Oh, House, ha- of, house um, of House of Flame and Shadow. Is that what that's it's called? The one. Oh my god. The uproar. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I ordered the book because I wanted to be a part of like the festivities. I didn't want to be left Me out too. even though I haven't read the first two. You um, have to which- I will be doing a reading vlog either this month or next, which I feel like I'm gonna miss the hype train, but whatever. I just can't do fantasy back to back to back and burn myself out. But I don't know what your feed looked like, but half of my feed was like people kissing Sarah's feet, treating her like the goddess of their world. And the I other know. half was people yelling, cancel, 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 cancel. And I'm like, me as a girl sitting in the middle. I was a little no, yeah. scared and frightened by
0: both parties. Here she is. Wow, beautiful. The way
1: she literally spoke in the
0: mic. I was going to say that the people that are kissing her feet, I'm sorry, they're scaring me. Because the older that I get, the less I understand, like, putting people on a pedestal. The only person I put on a pedestal we'll be talking about later.
1: But oh, Megan the Stallion, Meg.
0: that's, it. Mm-hmm. that's it. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it if i saw meg like of course i'm gonna go to her concert she's supposed to go on tour this year so i'm going but like i I still don't understand the way that people are are bowing down to this lady
1: no same her books are good
0: but yeah well
1: i mean a lot of people's books are good not a lot of people are racist (laughs) so i'm like i'm a little confused about that like it's for me it's giving why are we ignoring the obvious like the pedestal thing okay but everybody has their one person like you have do. i have lana like a lot of girlies have tay tay and you know if you want that one person up on the pedestal whatever but if it's her
0: but why Like I don't feel no, I feel like we are ignoring the obvious, and people are Mm -hmm. like she doesn't control her own social media, so whatever goes on there isn't really her. But at the same time, it's still under her name. Yeah, and I would be. She needs to take accountability. Yeah, if that was
1: really her team, if that was my team, I would be absolutely livid that nobody was handling the response in the way that should have been handled, like. Why wouldn't she just address it and apologize? And then no one would really have an issue unless they're just deeply hurt by a random woman being insensitive. Which is like, if you're going to be holding on to that one about a stranger, I think you're going to have to hold on to a lot from many strangers.
0: Yeah. But then also the cancelers, they're down the throat. I know. Because I got
1: DMs when I posted my throne of glass content like i promoted it on instagram that i had my throne of glass vlog up dms of being like i just didn't think you were like this and i'm like like what yeah, yeah. have fomo like i wanted to read what everybody else was reading like please don't." did i talk on me. the
0: podcast did i talk on here about that comment that tried to cancel me we did not talk about that you have to share about that Okay, so there was a comment that I got where I was talking in a video about how I had um, a Quart of Silver Flames on my TBR. And I was like, okay, like Sarah's kind of problematic. And like I talk about it a lot, but I'm still going to read her because like I want to know what everybody's talking about. And somebody was in the comments like, oh, I was looking for black booktubers or booktubers. booktubers of color because all of these white people are talking about the same racist white authors. Now you're doing the same. Can anybody give me some good BIPOC booktubers that are not gonna recommend these same books? And I was like, I feel like I recommend pretty diversely. It's all you over the do. board. But Sarah is there. Sarah's there sometimes, but there's a lot of other people that are also there.
1: Because why should you have to miss out on what everybody's talking about and like the girlies and the hype and all the things. Like, I just feel that's a little unfair of that comment. Also, the condescension of like, does anyone have BIPOC booktuber racks? as you're on a black woman's channel? I want to no, punch yeah. him in the face.
0: I'm I'm just a girl. Like, I'm literally just a girl. You Me are. doing anything is not going to do anything. If I'm like, fuck Sarah J Mass, fuck her. I'm never going to read her again. What is that going to do?
1: It's not going to stop anybody.
0: Yeah. No, that's the thing. When
1: I get comments like that, that you should really, you don't realize your influence and blah, blah. I'm like, um, I trust that my followers, my few that I have here, have free will. Okay? Because when I am subscribed to somebody and my values don't align with what they're saying, I'm not just blindly like, Okay. okay. But I'm also not like hating on them for it. I just kind of like use my free will to go about things the way that I think things should be gone about. So they could have, you know, whatever thought and keep it to themselves. It's really just the condescension and the you don't get to enjoy this thing that you obviously enjoy. That is like, why are you doing that?
0: It's not like I'm reading Carrie and Cole's KKK romance. No, because that'd be insane. Even if I was, I'd be reading it to know why. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not that. It's not anything like that. Sarah's just problematic she has some things but i don't think she's like completely cancelable yeah my take on
1: her is i because being a little white girl surrounded by a lot of little white girls and being i like to think that i'm pretty educated and i'm a pretty good advocate or at least i try to be um the people that i attract are like very much like the woke girlies um I see a lot of like trying and failing, which I'm not going to say that I've never done that. I'm sure there are times when I've really tried and really failed. And I would love for somebody to bring that to my attention so I could apologize for it. But it's okay to come in with good intentions and epically fail and say, oh my God, that actually came off so bad and I didn't realize it because I'm ignorant and privileged. Let me just apologize and clarify like i should have done things this way i'm so deeply sorry i don't understand why it's that hard for her to do i think she's deeply ashamed and embarrassed of Mm -hmm. her ignorance and so i'm trying to kind of see her as a human being i don't think that's a cancelable offense because i think it happens to a lot of people especially like the woke white girlies which i'm one Mm -hmm. of them um you just have to like take the l girl
0: apologize i think i think though people forget that we're all literally just human that's been going Mm -hmm. through my mind a lot lately we're all literally just human we all are going to make mistakes there's nobody on the internet that's going to be the the picture of perfection there's just Mm -hmm. no way so everybody's going to make mistakes everybody's going to say something that you don't always 100% agree with because we're all different so Mm -hmm. like sarah's just a human and like she's making mistakes and she should apologize but at the same time Of course, she's going to make mistakes because she's a human. Right. It's like you are
1: very, very aware of your shortcomings when you're a person on the internet. And I don't think that people who aren't on the internet or at least don't have like thousands of people critiquing them every day, I don't think they understand what it's like to have those like natural human blind spots and natural human flaws and not just like go about your life with them or maybe have your partner pointed out, but like you have random people making you overly aware of it every single fucking day it's like i will never escape the mean girl allegations i don't know maybe it's the very boundaried Energy that I give off, I'm also very intense and passionate and strong when I talk about things. But even if I'm saying, I could be saying the nicest thing, I could be fully in like therapist mode. I will still have girls that say, like, she just gives me mean girl, like, Haley has mean girl energy. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's my defense mechanism. Like, I'm really trying to work through it since y'all are making me aware, but like, I will never escape those allegations. And if that's my fatal flaw, call me regina like i don't know what else to say
0: <laughs> no yeah i don't know what it is lately i guess the girlies are actually finding me but the hate comments are are starting now for real like mm. people are starting to like just pick apart everything that i say on videos from w- months ago years ago mm. and i'm like okay guys like y'all obviously aren't even getting the meaning of what i said y'all are just that's the
1: thing that gets me too is It'll be a comment on a video from like two years ago. And I'm like, girl, I... The time has was, passed. Yeah, I was a very different person then. <laughs> we live, we live, we learn. Like, can we, we just live and learn.
0: <laughs> so
1: there's that. Um, I need to be educated.
0: Yes, on Megan and Nikki. Lord tell me this now. has been living in my head rent free okay so Megan and Nikki they were friends at one point and because they made a whole song together called Hot Girl Summer it's a Bob. I love her. But I, it came out years ago. But they made the song and then they just kind of like fell off. And nobody knows why. And then Megan recently dropped a song. Well, she has dropped two singles recently. She dropped Cobra, which was very heartfelt, talking about a lot of her emotions, about how she's depressed. That's literally like what the whole song is about, is her being depressed and how everybody's attacking her. And nobody was there for her. Her parents are literally dead. And she has nobody. Um, so she dropped that song and then she dropped Hiss, and I think she's gonna, she's dropping an album soon, I think it's gonna be snake-themed, because Cobra, Hiss, because I think she's, I think she's announcing herself as, like, oh yeah, I'm a snake, like, I'm her, and then Hissing, and then now she's gonna attack, I think the next thing is gonna be an album, but that's just my theories. No Um, way, I'm not
1: even, like, a fan like that, and that makes me so excited.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, like, she's eating but she dropped hiss and it's literally like her hissing she's coming for every single person she literally came for drake because he has a song called bbl love on his new album and it's basically him talking about like bbls versus like natural bodies and she was like uh people hating on bbls but walking around with the same scars because people say that drake got a bbl like she was coming for everybody in the song <laughs> And so she came for Nikki. She didn't say her name. So honestly, people are like, this could apply even to Drake. It could apply to anybody. But she said, um, "These hoes not mad at Megan. They're these hoes mad at Megan's Law." And Megan's Law is the law that makes it so sex offenders have to report themselves every year. And N- Nicki Minaj, her husband, is a sex offender, and her brother is also in jail for um, sexually assaulting like a twelve-year-old girl, I believe. So oh my Nikki God. started. Yeah, Nikki started to spiral. She was on the internet on live. Just she sounded like someone let her out of the insane asylum. And she is like on crack or something. She's like, I'm like, Nikki, what is going on? she is not okay so then she drops a whole song that's a whole diss track about megan a whole diss track and she literally for half the song it's her literally whispering like this over no music just talking <gasps> shit like i'm gonna for you i'm gonna talk every single lie that you ever did everything that you ever did like she's literally just like talking shit whispering and then also she literally like is going for low blows for real because she literally has a whole part where she's like, lying on your dead mama, la, la la lying on your dead mama. Like the whole for like a solid like 30 seconds, no lie. Like, yeah, like the song, it was bad too. And it's called Bigfoot because she's saying that Megan is Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, it was it was bad. And she's still spiraling. But mm. um Nikki's tracks have Taken some records. I think that her track has been the biggest rap debut by a woman ever. Like, gotten the most numbers. Yeah, but to me, it's because of Meg. Like, Meg is the track wouldn't be that big if Meg didn't exist. Yeah.
1: Mm Hmm. No. Yeah. It's really her. Like, if I was Meg, I would be sitting in my mansion just thinking okay like she got this success and what was the motivation me every single dollar bill in her account because of that song is attributed to her that's her power
0: no yeah but nikki has just been like going off the rails like immensely and i don't know if you saw that tiktok that i posted i have to try and find it that I posted on my story that every single one I was very
1: intrigued
0: no but I posted a tiktok let me see if I can find it and read exactly what it says because oh yeah I found it it says let me get this straight people are standing 10 toes down for a woman who twerked on a 13 year old talked about doing sexual stuff with a 16 year old um on a song supports her brother who is serving 25 years in prison for sexually assaulting a 12 year old who claimed that said 12-year-old was sleeping around, married a registered and convicted sex offender, had a child with said sex offender, enables her fans doxing thousands of innocent people, makes fun of someone who lost their parents, slut shames women, supports Zionists and homophobes, has beef with almost every female rapper out there, makes fun of victims, and named, has named her alter ego after a sex offender. And probably more? Yeah. Oh...
1: When you really lay it out like that.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot. I've always
1: had my little spidey senses tingling about Drake. I, You know this about me. I don't <laughs> like that man. He gives me I know you don't energy. I don't like him. I don't like the Millie Bobby Brown stuff. I don't like that everybody seems to have forgotten about her. Um, Nor. So the fact that Meg came for him, I'm like... Yeah. No, because I trust her. And if she's saying that, and I trust her on that, but I'm gonna fully trust her on Nikki as well.
0: Well I think there's she... no trusting because she did marry a literal sex offender and had a child with him. That I mean that's on the record. Like people knew about it. Yeah, people know about this. Like this is known. And she literally her brother literally is in jail and she posted his bond, which was like a hundred thousand dollars. Like, that's known. Like, these are known things that are like facts that have actually happened. And the girls are standing. Yeah. They're defending her.
1: What? No. Yeah, on Twitter because and stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm, that's giving the same energy as a frat boy defending Morgan Wallen. Like, just drop it. Your fave did something bad. That is know. genuinely horrifying.
0: Horrifying. And it's just the way that Meg did one line one line in a song and she made a it whole got to her. diss track. It did. No, she, when I tell you she was on Instagram live tweaking, she was literally tweaking out. Like if you hear the, I hear the audio clips on TikTok all the time. When I find them, I'm gonna send them to you because she literally just sound like she was not okay. Like I, I think there's something actually mentally like going on for her because like, there's no way that she's just like, okay, like, mm.
1: Maybe she's facing the hard truths, you know. Like,
0: I think that you what's going
1: can, on. yeah, you can marry a sex offender and then have the whole internet really ignore it and keep your stance. And then the second that, like, someone's like, "Wait, no, but this is fucked up." Like, can we please draw attention to this? It's like you can't run away from it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's well, I feel it's for a lot. Her.
1: Obviously, she is going through something. Doesn't mean what she did is right, anything, but I still have empathy for her.
0: Yeah, I feel like she's going through it. I think she feels definitely attacked and now everybody is laughing at her, which can't be a great feeling. No, but
1: also, like,
0: if we're going to declare a winner.
1: Oh, it's Meg. It's Meg. It's Meg. Oh, yeah. 100% that's wild
0: you kind of blew my mind with the, all of this nikki lore no but i've no you want me to rap super bass right now i i know that <laughs> back, back backwards forwards the whole way i remember so like i've known nikki for a long time but she she uh-uh like she literally has beef with everybody nobody likes her like everybody has beef with her because she's she's problematic That's really disappointing because,
1: I mean, this is not an educated rap opinion. I literally never listen to hip-hop or rap music, but she's the queen of rap, you know what I mean? She
0: is. That's what people are saying, too. Like, people are like, you're literally Nicki Minaj, and this is how you're acting? Like, she's like the Beyonce of rap. Literally. Yeah. And she's literally chronically online. Like she literally will attack people in TikTok comments on her own account, like verified account, like attack people in their comments. Like there was a girl that was literally, that's what she put on TikTok where she was like, um, not to, not to do anything, but like Nicki Minaj, like you're Nicki Minaj. And that was the TikTok. And Nicki started coming for her with paragraphs upon paragraphs in the comments. Like She's chronically online. She, she needs, needs a handler. Help. Yeah. Yeah. She needs She needs to just drop the social media and have somebody else do it for her like Sarah. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Nikki
1: taking a cue from Sarah J. Mass is
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to. She really does because something is just not right. I don't know what it is. But she's literally like. Nicki Minaj and she's making diss tracks like like Beyonce would never Beyonce you would would hear a little line or two in a song two years down the road like Mm. but she would never make a whole diss track in a week it literally came out within a week and she said oh it was ready for like four days before it came out but I wanted to give her some more time to like da 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 whatever Mm. that's crazy it is and it really really is I wonder if Cam knows about this. I wonder if he does. You should ask him. And if not, he needs to listen to this part. No, I'm sure he he does listen. He's a listener. Um, oh, period. He listens on
1: his way to work. But uh... he will hyper fixate on this. He That man loves drama, first of all. And he <laughs> loves rap. Like, he never really listens to it in the house. Because I'm like, mm, Lana, I think. The 1975, I think. It gets shut down immediately. Like the one weekend that you came to town and y'all were nerding out, playing the little song. In the car? He was like, that was his like quelled part of him got unlocked. <laughs> he was so grateful to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Before he met yeah. me, he would really only listen to hip hop rap. Um, his little stuff that I don't even know about. I have no idea. So good for Cam. He will learn. Hi, babe, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should we introduce our squishes?
0: Yes. Let me get mine prepared.
1: Squish of the week. Patrons, get ready. This is a big moment for you. Nobody else gets to see the squishes. Except for y'all. Squish of the week reveal in three,
0: two, one.
1: Who is she?
0: This is Cam. I know. It's weird because I'm like, Cam. This is Cam. This is my bestie because Cam is a heating pad. Oh, I need one of those. Bad. I think they only have Cam.
1: Oh, then I must get Cam.
0: I love Cam. He doesn't get as hot as I want him to get, but still hot he's it's, it's it's like insulated though so it stays hot for a long time and i love cam cam is my bestie and he's like weighted too because of all the little beads and it smells like mm. lavender mm. oh i just love cam i need a cam
1: it's a little cat for the non-patrons who can't see yes a little cat named cam and mine is a little raccoon holding a heart I it's from that the one. valentine's collection heb girl cameron found it at heb we don't have um,
0: one of those. Tell him to find me one and send it to me because raccoons are my favorite animal. And he literally will. You're not Cameron, ready to hear. this I know one's you're listening.
1: <laughs> you're not ready to hear her name. Galchi. <laughs> They're running out of names at the Squishmallow. Factory. I would
0: rip that. I would rip the tag off and I would just name it something else. Galchi. Like G A
1: L C I. I hope that's not a cultural name that we're just absolutely dragging. But Galci, oh.
0: Galchi. Gal-C, I know. I I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if I didn't even think about that. Username, I t- I retract my statements.
1: If that's your name,
0: you have a lovely name. <laughs> I've never
1: heard of it though. <laughs> um, let me read y'all about Galchi. Oh, he him. Mm, second red flag. Meet Golchi. He loves learning about famous unsolved mysteries. When he finds one that interests him, he learns everything he can. One day, he wants to host his own podcast. In each episode, he will dive into a different unsolved mystery.
0: Okay, I need him. Like, I literally need him.
1: (laughs) Golchi King. Okay.
0: No, yeah, because raccoons generally are, like, my favorite animal. Like, I resonate like my soul resonates with the raccoon i almost said something so millennial coded but i stopped myself go ahead trash panda no not trash panda it's it's like
1: uncontrollable like being so chronically online as a child in like
0: 2011
1: Mm -hmm. It it was It was damaging to me, to my psyche.
0: But I love raccoons.
1: Cameron will have to get you one now. If You know what? I'm not going to say anything. This is how we'll know if he really listens to the podcast or he's lying to me. Okay. So our next little segment here, we're going to get into our lore nugget. We're just going to drop a little nugget of lore on you from our past so you get to know a little bit about us.
0: Yep. So for mine, I feel like all the ones I've been doing are from childhood. But I feel like that's where we need to start. And over time, yeah. it'll get more recent. So, yeah, minus two. I hate bugs with everything inside of me. I hate them so much. But as a child, somebody thought it would be an amazing idea to get me a little bug terraria. The ones that you can, oh. like, put bugs in. Mm-hmm. And my sister decided to take me outside to get a bug. And all I wanted was an ant. That's it. That's all that I wanted was just a singular ant. But the ants would crawl through the cracks. Um, So I literally had a full mental breakdown and I started crying. And I think I threw it and broke it because I just wanted an ant really bad. So that's how bad that I want things is when I have temper tantrums. Yeah, when I don't get what I want. I mean, that checks out. That matches up. Uh, That's how I still am today.
1: Yes, that's DejaCore. That was a
0: good piece of lore because
1: it's like it explains something about you.
0: It it does. It does. Um, And the fact that I don't like bugs is huge. I hate them. Even bees. I, I love what they do for us. But don't get near me. Don't get close or else we're gonna have to box.
1: No, I will literally fight a wasp because Cameron's allergic and he does not carry an EpiPen. <sighs> so if that man... Got stung on the neck. Like, my husband's dead. I'm a widow.
0: No. Hmm.
1: I don't so you think really got to fight them. I would fight any wasp I saw because I can't. I'm to the point where I can't. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't want to do this alone. Like <laughs> can't, I can't. No. Oh God. I can't. Um. My lore is also childhood lore. This is. Not explaining anything about me, but maybe a little bit about my family dynamic, I guess, because it's just like an iconic story that happened in my family and it's gone down in history and we call it Yarn and Arnie. That is the the story has progressed so much that it has a title. So once upon a time, me age like 10, my brother age like seven. And my mom and my grandma, we go to this, like, ritzy, kind of, like, fancy subdivision opening party. Like, they were trying to sell all of these houses in this rich area. We were not going to buy a house. Um, it was, like, two years after the financial crisis and two years after my parents' divorce. Okay? We were not in the market. But my mom was like, I bet they're going to have cookies and wine and events. So
0: <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry. This is reminding me of a Bob's Burgers episode. Oh, really? Yes. It
1: could be. I mean, like, you know that character personality quiz where you, like, see how close your personality is to other characters? Mm -hmm. Louise was up there for me.
0: No, yeah. I need a. when you took that quiz, I was like, where's the link to it? Because I need to take it. You just Google character personality quiz, but it's mm -hmm. really fun. But there's an exact episode of Bob's Burgers that is this.
1: Well, we were ahead of the curve before Bob even. Um, My mom was like, let's just see what these rich people have. Like, let's get into it. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. curious. So we went. There was this dog show where, like, dogs were doing tricks and, like, catching frisbees. And, like, there was, like, a splash pad because it was over the summer. They had free food, free drinks. Like, it was a moment. They were bringing out all the stops to try to sell these houses. And my mom is like, let's just go, like, imagine what it would be to live in one of these big, beautiful houses. So we start walking through the model homes and (laughs) they had, like, everything is styled, you know, beautifully as a middle-aged, rich white woman would want it styled. So it's giving the block letters in the child bedroom. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like a big block Mm -hmm. And someone was trying to be cute and funny, and they fucked with the block letters. They probably had too much of that free wine, where it just spelled out YARN. And we walked in this bedroom, and we thought it was the funniest thing. We saw YARN, and we were like, can you imagine one of these like rich people naming their kid yarn. I think this was around the time when like some celebrity named their child Apple. Oh, we were joking down. We were like, Oh my God, yarn, like little yarn. This is his bedroom. And then we sat there thinking and my mom was like, no, but what's the name though? Like how did they take Y a R N and, and make that a child's name, which they could then turn into yarn. When I tell you we sat there for 20 minutes in that damn bedroom thinking of options, we could not conceptualize any name for a child that could be spelled out with Y-A-R-N. I know the whole audience is probably thinking, um, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. It was a little boy's room. Ryan. Y-A-R-N scrambles back into Ryan. We... That name eluded us. So we came up with Arnie. A-R-N-Y. And we thought, you know, this child, you know, it's giving, like, the Hamptons, it's giving Martha's Vineyard, like, little Arnie Jr. Like, that's what we had conceptualized. (laughs) So we walked out of that room and left it with Arnie. We heard the next people come in behind us, say, what the fuck? Arnie? And rearrange it into Ryan. And that's how we discovered that we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. And that is like long-lived lore. Like we tell that story to like every partner that gets brought home. Like Cameron told he knows it well enough where he can tell the story. Like everybody knows about Yarn and Arnie. One of my Ryan. closest friends was named Ryan. I'm
0: like, how did we not like connect? I don't know. I I feel like it would have eluded me as well, honestly, because I'm not good at spelling or pronouncing things at all. And my sister's like, "Deja, you literally read." And I'm like, "I know, but I'm not." Like trying to read a synopsis out loud, I'm fighting.
1: No same. And Cameron's autistic ass. The first time I told that story, he stopped me halfway through. He didn't even let me get to the punchline. He goes, "Ryan." It was Ryan. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) I love that man. But, yeah, he really cut me off. So, now we're finally here. How long have we been talking? An
0: hour and five
1: minutes. We – our little four weekly segments are steadily taking an hour to go through. So, I hope you all like a long podcast because we're finally getting into the topic of today's episode, which is pop culture hot takes. We each have five – we're going to go back and forth, given our hot takes. Please do not cancel me, please. I tried to come up with ones that were really juicy, okay? I'm not trying to, like, upset anyone, but I didn't want this to be boring. I didn't want y'all to be like, yeah. okay, so she doesn't vibe with fucking... Like, I don't know. I wanted it to be interesting. So if you're mad, I'm proactively... Apologizing now. If you get triggered easily by unpopular opinions or maybe opinions that don't agree with you, maybe you shouldn't listen because I'm going to go hard. Oh, wow. I think you should start first then. Okay. I'm going to start out with one that this is my least offensive one. Okay. I cannot for the life of me understand the appeal for timothy shimothy pedro pascal or scarlett
0: johansson scarlett johansson really
1: i those are three like sex icons like modern sex symbols for men and women queer people straight people like i don't get the appeal of any of them and there are probably others oh channing tatum i don't get it oh, zach efron no. i don't get it like so he's many scary of these, now he talk about botox face no Zac. he's scary yeah
0: so that's it like i just don't get it i i guess i like freaks uh you know i don't really get some of them too but scarlett johansson i like scarlett Zach Efron, he used to have my heart back in high school musical days because I was a high school musical stan. Um, but, I was also a high school musical stan. I
1: know this is like a common thing across the internet, so I'm not going to feel super weird saying it, but like Corbin Blue was my guy. No, Chad. Because do you know why? Why? The armpit hair.
0: <laughs> what about armpit hair? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought this was, like, widely known. What? I think this is, it's not just me. Like, I think this is a commonly shared sentiment that, like, part of your childhood sexual awakening was Corbin Bleu's armpit hair in High School Musical.
0: Um, I never, ever, ever had that thought, ever. But Oh, my
1: God. I don't know. It was just, like, at the time, like, nobody you saw in school, like, none of your crushes had armpit hair because they were literal children who hadn't hit puberty but you saw this man on your tv screen and it was like he literally has armpit hair (laughs) like it was different
0: (laughs) wow I'm really glad for you so yeah
1: I mean I don't think that's that hot of a take
0: no I don't think it is um I'll start with my least offensive one I guess as well um I don't think anybody takes Cardi B seriously enough you know what I agree with that. Because I agree with Cardi with that. B has some bangers. She does. And you know what? She likes it. I get it. But when it comes down to her music, she's going to lay it down.
1: I am, again, not seasoned listener. But the songs that I've heard, I like them. I'll vibe. She's Bodak red, Yellow? Red Bottoms. Mm-hmm. Money Moves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I like it. I just no, I always have to come for Cameron because he will constantly reference that clip of her. Like when I'm doing something and I'm unaware, he will make fun of me using that clip of Cardi B where she's like, How am I loud? And she literally is screaming it. And I'm like, <laughs> you using that against her. It feels like punching. No. Down yeah. And don't say it.
0: No, because Cardi B is so funny as well. Like, she is hilarious. And I don't even think she tries. But I think people just see her as this funny lady. And she is. But at the same time, I think she's real. I love her. She's so real to me. I think
1: she's one of the girlies. And people meme her Mm -hmm. for it. And it's like, she's more than a meme. She's actually a girly. Like, I actually would like to talk to her. No, yeah. Yeah, no, I want to talk um, to Cardi. What's that? Did you watch Rhythm and Flow? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It's so good. You have to watch it. I need
0: a season two. um, Is it a a show? Yeah.
1: It's like American Idol, but they're looking for the next, like, rapper instead of, like, little pop singer. And I was so invested. Cardi B is one of the judges. She Mm. ate. Every take she had, I was like, this woman knows her stuff. But then... You know, they would show like little cutaway clips where she was just being funny and silly and like a girl. And so much of the discourse about that show on the internet was like men. I don't know their race. I can't see through the the screen, but I could only imagine it's a lot of white men saying, Oh, why is Cardi B a judge on this show? And why not? And why (gasps) not? That's what I'm saying. People don't take her serious enough. Her rap music is phenomenal. See, we're just going to keep agreeing with each other. We're going to be the two girls saying exactly. And then the girls are and gonna disagree. And then people in the say. comics. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gonna disagree, I fear. Um, okay. Mm, my next one I I don't know if you'll agree with. Okay. All superhero movies are really dumb and really bad. And I wouldn't watch a Marvel movie if you held a gun to my head.
0: I almost put something about superheroes on this list and I don't fully agree with you but to an extent I think there are a lot of rinse and repeat. Mhm. Yeah. There is a new one that's coming out that looks really interesting to me. Um I forget what it's called but it's like it has um the girl from 50 shades of gray in it and it looks really interesting mm-hmm. and like it has some deeper discussions that are going on to me. But I feel like there are a lot of very surface level action and I don't like that i don't like
1: any of it it's giving like big hollywood movie like no nuance so surface level i feel like if you want to see the sheep of the world just walk into a marvel movie on opening night you know what i mean like (laughs) the sheep of the world (laughs) it's giving sheep like this is what you like what the box office tells you to like I don't know. To me it's just giving no substance, no nothing and it's all like the highest paid actors. It's mm-hmm. all like just huge CGI effects. It's like where's the
0: humanity? I agree, but I think you should watch the um I looked it up and it's called Madam Webb. I think that you should watch the trailer for it. I think that you might not hate it. I do like Dakota Johnson. Yes. I think you might not hate it. I like that she's a liar. So I will uh, go support
1: her. Do you not know about that? <laughs> what does she lie about? Everything. She has been known to, like, lie in interviews and then do another interview and be like, yeah, I lied about that. I love to lie.
0: No, I love that. You know her? Like, I love that.
1: The the thing where they, like, give the house tour for Vogue and it's, like, 73 questions or whatever. Yeah. She did one of those and she had this like massive bowl of limes in her kitchen. Mm -hmm. And so the man behind the camera was like, do you like limes? And she was like, oh, yeah, I love limes so much. Why do you think there's a big bowl here? Like, I fucking love limes. She did an interview like on Jimmy Fallon or something. And he was like, so you like limes? And she was like, I'm actually allergic to limes. That was a lie. And then a week later, she was on a red carpet and they were like, so we recently found out you're allergic to limes. And she goes, no, I lied about that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that is so funny i love her (laughs) no that is hilarious but i think i think you might not hate it it looks like it has more depth and nuance to it i look you want to see it okay maybe i'll see it maybe we can talk about it on the pod we'll do a follow-up will Haley ever
1: like a superhero movie
0: we'll see okay um my next one is the office isn't funny at all. Not even a little bit. It's it's not funny.
1: I, I kind of half agree. It has its moments okay. that will, like, forever live as, like, funny bits. Like, the stapler and the jello, it's so fucking stupid, but it's so fucking funny. I think Dwight was a hilarious character on the show. I just but don't
0: find it funny. Sometimes...
1: People will be like, oh, this iconic moment from The Office. And it's like, oh, it's just like a sexist joke. Like it definitely didn't age well with some years Mm. past and some perspective. Every time I see like nostalgic content about The Office, I'm like, but wait, um, I don't want to actually
0: revisit this because I'm realizing that I actually don't like it. Yeah, I really, I've never liked The Office. I really can't sit and watch it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like when you walk into a, uh, <laughs> this sounds weird, but you what? know when you walk into like a store that's like one of like like a Walmart or like a BJ's or like, you know how it feels like all that that big air mm-hmm. and it's like industrial mm-hmm. and you feel kind of uncomfortable? Yes, yes. That's the feeling I get when I see anything from The Office and I just don't find it funny. I'm there like this. And you Dude. know what? I love to laugh.
1: Yeah, no, wait. That's the feeling that I get when I hear about a Marvel or something. It's giving
0: sheep. <laughs> it's giving Hollywood told you to laugh at it, so laugh, ha-ha. Laugh track. Yeah, and I, I don't find it funny. I'm there like this. Deadpan. What do you think of Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec, I haven't really seen too much. I, I like Parks and Rec better
1: for sure. For the real... I guess sitcom deep cut girlies, Portlandia. That is where it's at.
0: I love Portlandia. I don't think I'm a sitcom girl.
1: I'm not I mean, you know me. I'm I don't watch any TV anymore. If I'm watching no, TV, don't. if I catch myself, I turn it off and pick up a book. I do not watch TV. But when I when I was depressed <laughs> in high school, I mean I was fully a girl that was, like, comfort show, comfort show, comfort show. Like, as soon Mm -hmm. as I ran out of binging one, I started another. So I feel like I've seen everything, but I saw it at a very, like, dissociative and undeveloped time in my life. So I don't know how, like, accurate
0: my opinions are, but there they are. Yeah, I don't think The Office is funny. And it's really problematic.
1: Like, that's the thing. A lot of the jokes are bad because they're actually harmful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My next one is, I feel, gonna be a little controversial. Like now we're getting okay. into controversial territory. <laughs> and it's about a specific cinematic universe. I think Janice Ian is just as bad as Regina George. Oh, Janice? Yeah. I think she is just as sinister and evil as Regina George. But because her sinister evil is coming from a place of a trauma response, everyone's just okay with it. And they allow her to not take responsibility for her actions because it's a trauma
0: response. Wow. I actually really agree with that. Oh
1: my God, I was nervous for that
0: one. No, I really agree with that. I think so as well. But like... I don't know. I feel like neither of them are really that bad to me. I feel like they could be. That's honest. the thing. Okay, have you seen the new Mean Girls? No, I haven't yet. Oh my God, Deja, you have to see it.
1: Okay. It is so good. And as a musical theater girly, it speaks to my soul. Because it's not an adaption of the like first movie. It's not like a direct remake. It's a movie version of the musical Mean Girls. Oh, okay. So the music eats – um Renee Rapp, my girlfriend plays Regina George. I'm literally obsessed with her. I would die for her. She's so fucking hot. She not originated, but she was like one of the iconic originators of the role on Broadway. And you know the scene where Regina wears the bunny costume at the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. So she's not the typical, like, ingenue Broadway star body type. And so they, halfway through her run, changed her costume and, like, put this ugly little, fugly little skirt over the top of her bunny costume. Uh. And all of the wardrobe people, she, like, told this story on the Call Her Daddy podcast. She was saying, like, all the wardrobe people were like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. But it was just this unspoken thing that her body was being rejected by the same people who cast wow. her in the show. It was like, yeah, you have a beautiful voice and you're a good actress, but your body is not allowed here. <sighs> um, and so they let That's her terrible. be hot as fuck and slutty as fuck and show skin in the movie. And she's playing this like hot bitch girl. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That like it girl. She can look like me. She could be a size 12 for real. So it was very healing for me to see that, but it also put a lot in perspective about the character dynamics because Janice, uh, was she the victim of homophobia? Yes. And that is extremely horrible. Regina sucks for that. But the way that Renee played her Regina in the movie was like, Regina was so deep in the closet that her original mean thing Her original evil of doing that to Janice was because of her own internalized homophobia. So if we're going to let Janice be mean and take down Regina's life and make her gain weight and make her lose her boyfriend and all her friends because it's a trauma response, then we have to go back in time and remember that Regina was a little confused middle schooler who possibly was dealing with internalized homophobia and hold a space for her,
0: too. Yeah, 100%. I really want to see the movie, especially because um, I heard Megan has a song in it, so. It's not in the movie. It's not in the movie? It's in the credits. Okay, well, I guess that'll just have to be enough.
1: It's good, though. I think it has good representation. Like, the first original Mean Girls didn't look like anyone's real school. I feel no, it didn't. This one, I was watching it and I was like, "Wait, I know her." That's
0: a school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, um, so that wasn't as my next as I one. Thought. No, it's not. My next one is Bob's Burgers. is the best animated comedy, and nobody could tell me otherwise. It's better than everything mm-hmm. else. I don't care mm-hmm. if you love South Park. I don't care what you love. Bos burgers is the best one
1: i agree it's the only one i can watch
0: it is superior it is literally because it's it's so real and it's like mm. this family that's just so quirky and like you can see yourself in so many of the different characters yes. and it's just so realistic i feel like all the other ones are not realistic like who has a a literal alien in your house nobody who's yellow nobody
1: no the
0: simpsons for me is jarring the simpsons
1: is giving sheep um family guy annoying it's giving eighth grade boy uh sorry to my best friend that's like her favorite show um south park also giving annoying it's giving kind of incel i hate to say my
0: sister loves south park
1: i'm sorry to her i'm scared every time she brings that up no because it's frightening and bob's burgers is just like comforting genuinely funny non-problematic it's perfect
0: it literally is the perfect show it is my ultimate comfort show i put it on 24 7 every single week i watch at least five episodes of bob's burgers at least yep i agree it's good I that wasn't we we are delulu are we? It,
1: are it, mm. <laughs> it are people gonna hear this and be like, fuck no.
0: I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that.
1: Okay, so we kind of actually talked about this earlier. My next hot take. Mm-hmm. I think that there are okay ways to engage with the content created by canceled people.
0: I agree. I agree. Like,
1: Travis Scott, J.K. Rowling, like some of some of the worst offenders, I do engage with their content. I fear, mm, Mr. Murderer from my literal hometown. So many Houstonians were literally stomped to death and injured because of the actions of one Mr. Travis Scott. Mm, I fear he's the one rapper that I listen to consistently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Houston Fornication! Like, I love him H-Town till I drown. Like, (laughs) that's just the way it is. That is
0: insane. I I would have never expected that from you. I am stan.
1: Not of his actions, but of his music. And, like, what's it gonna hurt if I play Houston Fornication while I get ready?
0: Nobody. It's not hurting anybody. Butterfly Effect? Antidote? Like,
1: You're going to look at me and tell me those aren't going to be on your playlist? That's crazy of you. I'm not even a rap listener, and I love it. Sarah, I I will continue to read. The Harry Potter universe. Literally, fuck J.K. Rowling. Fuck her. She's horrible. She's probably one of the people on this earth that I wish would succumb to her hatred the most. But... I'm gonna play that Harry Potter game. Listen, Harry <laughs> Potter got me into reading. I'm gonna play that game. No, Harry Potter is really good.
0: It's iconic, I fear. It is iconic. We will always go back to Harry Potter. That and is new fantasy.
1: I will be a Slytherin for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slytherin strong. <laughs> Okay, my next one I don't I fear you're not gonna agree with it. Oh, but I think rap and hip hop is the best music genre period. Okay, here's no pad. Here's the thing.
1: Yes and no. because mm. for my for my listening pleasure, just like what I like to vibe to is all I wanna do is get high by the beach. like I need something a little. A little soft. A little, I just hit my pen a couple times. Like, that is really what I need. Mm. So it doesn't fit my vibe majority of the time. Because it's fast. And it's a little overwhelming. Like, what are you even saying to me? I really have to listen. I don't want to be listening all the time. I just want to let it wash over. Like, Maddie Healy says a lot of words. Not a lot of meaning going on there. It's very easy listening. He literally has called his music car music. So that's what I'm listening to. But if we're talking about the best genre, meaning, commentary, merit-wise,
0: I see your point. Okay, period. I think it just has so much roots in commentary. And, like, there's so much variety. Like, you're saying, like, you need, like, that softer music. I think there is softer rap out there. Like, I genuinely think there is show me like like okay for example like doja cat she raps but i feel like her rap is soft but you know what i do listen to doja like that's what i'm saying
1: okay okay that's what i'm saying she raps
0: not in every song but she does rap that's what i'm saying is i feel like there's so much variety within the genre and you can have the most commentary filled song but then you can have a song that literally has zero meaning and is literally for you to just turn up before you go to the club you can that, have both things in the genre. It's the
1: range. The range exactly. Is crazy. And yeah, they do be saying a lot. Like a lot of words come out the mouth. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm a little overwhelmed by the amount of words. Even sometimes doja, I'm like, shh, 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 shh. shh. I, can't, <laughs> I can't I can't I can't hear the words right now. I'm a little overwhelmed. But that is the way to say a lot. Like they say the most because they say the man, the most words. And they actually mean something. Also, like, what other music genre is so rooted in culture? Like, jazz, maybe?
0: Jazz. Yeah, jazz.
1: You like jazz?
0: No. Did you know that reference? Mm Mm-mm. The B movie?
1: You don't know the B movie? I do know the B movie, but I, I don't remember it. That iconic line, you like jazz? No? Right, right, right. Moving forward, moving forward. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is my last one. Okay. And I fear it's the one that y'all aren't going to like to hear it.
0: Okay. I'm really scared. Okay. You got it. You got it. (sighs) Taylor Swift. Wait, why is mine also about Taylor Swift? Stop. Stop, mm, stop. Mm. I was thinking in my head, what happens if they're the same? No, what happens no, if they the same? No, no, no. We're gonna,
1: they're gonna roast us at the
0: stake. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, continue. Mine minus specific, and it has caveats. Okay. Taylor Swift is massively famous, at least partly because she is not that special. Yes. Like, the girlies love her so much because they love to see a little bit of their average girly self in her. Yeah. Yeah. She's giving nothing a lot of the time. For me personally. Mm-hmm. Me as well. But the girls that also unfortunately give nothing need their representation as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just wow. It's just the lyrics that y'all will post on your story. Read, like, a motivational poster with the cat hanging off the tree.
0: I'm, Whoa. I'm sorry.
1: Eyeliner sharp enough to cut a man. What is this? <laughs> Everybody's no, a sexy baby and I'm a monster on a hill. Put it more plainly, could you please? Like...
0: Like... Taylor Swift, honestly, is one of the artists that I feel like I've listened to the most over the course of my life because she's really? been there for so long. Yes, but I never called her my favorite artist. I never felt that drawn to her. I just was there. Like, when I was a kid, yeah, I bought the little album, maybe, the little CD, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reputation. Yeah, I bought it. Oh. But, like, I, I never was like, oh, my God, like, I want to see Taylor Swift in concert. Like, da, da, da. like I never was like that. The she one, was just average to me. I agree.
1: The one era that like resonated with me was Speak Now. Something about the time when Speak Now came out and the age that I was and the lyrics that she was saying, it did resonate. And I listened to Speak Now, Taylor's version, and I did really like it, especially the I Can See You song from The Vault. See, I know things. Um, I really liked it. But a lot of it is just giving again, sheeply. It's giving this is what the music industry told you to like, so you like it. Like, do a little bit of digging, do a little bit of more research. Because
0: I, I think, fear what that I fear. I fear that Taylor Swift and Sarah J. Mass are the same. No, even though I like Sarah, I fear they are.
1: I mean, from a white feminism standpoint, in some ways. But yeah. I think, like, Sarah, I really do connect with what she's trying to say sometimes. Like, the things mm-hmm. in her books, I'm like, that kind of resonates. But, I can't. It's just giving, like, the most basic take of all time. That people are acting like she's Gandhi, saying these prolific things. That's what really, really bothers me is like it's not special what she's saying. She just looks like an average girl. There's nothing special about her where she's like, oh my God, she's so hot. There's nothing special about her lyrics. She doesn't really belt. Like she doesn't give us
0: voice. Okay. Yeah, mine was that Taylor Swift has very little actual singing talent. Yes. Yes. That's my um last hot take because Honestly, the way that I know that she has very little singing talent is that I can sing her songs and sound okay. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I can sing her songs and we, we're we on the same level, we're here, that's how I know that we're, ain't, we're not really singing for real. Mm-hmm. I think she should
1: have stayed a songwriter. She should have gone the Sarah Bareilles route. She should have just been that cute little quirky ukulele songwriter in the background. Because if you handed... One of those songs as a draft to Beyonce, Katy Perry, really any of the pop icons, they would run. Kelly Clarkson, y'all should be scared if Kelly Clarkson ever covers a Tay-Tay song. She will eat Taylor up.
0: Adele? Adele. Oh, Ooh,
1: I love Adele. I love Adele too.
0: But The only um, thing
1: that's disappointing to me about Adele
0: is the Ozempic. Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like Taylor Swift should have stuck to, stuck to country. Actually, that's what I, I think. I think
1: I would like her more if she just stuck to her lane.
0: Because yeah. I feel
1: a little, n- not really, but a little similarly about Casey Musgraves. But she has a lane. The gays love her. I myself included she loves to smoke weed like it's a nice feminine liberal voice in the country music genre which i feel like they need her and i'm not yeah. gonna be bumping her music every day but i like her as a person and i see the merit in it tay tay we don't need world domination from like your friend down the street
0: no you don't but i will say i do have one song of hers on my playlist Who? you belong with me sorry no that's my girl don't apologize that's a good song that's my girl i love that song and i used to watch the music video every single day after school for at least like four months yeah
1: because the music video is iconic
0: eight she she put on that that brown
1: hair Mm -hmm. yeah no see y'all listening if you're getting triggered we literally don't hate her we have really good things to say about her But it just gets taken to a level that I'm like... That's too much. "Mm, We're
0: trying to say that she's something that she's really not. That's what I feel about Sarah. Like, I'm saying Sarah's good, and I think Sarah has merit. But at the same time, I think that she's put too high. Like, we love her. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I meant when they're the same. Like, Like, we don't need to be bowing down at her feet just like with Taylor I don't think we should be bowing I mean if you do I'm not saying what you should and shouldn't do actually I think that you should love Taylor Swift if that's what you love but for me I don't think she's really bow down type type vibe
1: no and she's not a voice for feminism that is the thing that gets me too is when the Swifties are like talking about her involvement in feminism first of all no no also, the whole
0: Gayler conspiracy. Do you know about that? Oh, yes, the Gayler conspiracy.
1: She is not your LGBTQIA queen. I'm sorry. She is not your bisexual goddess because she will not be out and proud. How can she be your queer queen when she won't fucking have a voice about it? Yes, we're not going to force people to come out of the closet, but then she's not your queer icon. <laughs> Y'all are reaching with these little tiny snippets of lyrics in these songs. Girl, she's dating an NFL player. That's the most hetero shit I've ever heard in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is, I feel. Wake up and smell the roses. You're queer, and you want your favorite artist to be queer, too. We don't have to not. say that she's a queer queen. And she might be, she, but she she's actually, not. She actually might. Yeah, but she's not an advocate. She's not standing for anything. She won't even give y'all anything other than crumbs. If you are reading, or I guess not reading, but listening to her songs with a queer lens and seeing that messaging in it, that's because that resonates with you. And nobody can take that away. But it doesn't mean anything about her.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Don't pump her up as this queer icon when she's literally fucking not like she's not
0: she's not at all
1: because lana i mean lana's my fave but lana's bisexual she's not loud about it like all the gays love her but i wouldn't say that she's necessarily like an lgbtqia icon She might resonate deeply with a lot of us gays and she's bisexual herself, but she doesn't say much. She doesn't do much. So it's like, yeah, she's a bi woman, but she's not an outspoken icon and she is a queer person. So I don't know how y'all are taking this girl who's not even out of the closet or, you know, we're speculating about and making her some kind of icon. Like she doesn't even speak on things.
0: No, she doesn't. At all.
1: No, it makes me mad. It really makes me mad. But anyway. I hope y'all aren't mad at us. We agreed on almost everything. No, we really did. And that's because we're two people who can understand opinions that are maybe controversial, maybe slightly different from our own, but, like, also understand where the other person's coming from and, like, perspective and empathy
0: yeah, I'm really glad that we have that. Me too. Because some of these people don't. They really no.
1: Don't. I know some of these girls are screaming, crying, throwing up, listening
0: to this. I know. I'm. I'm thinking about some of my friends too. If they listen mm-hmm, to this, mm-hmm, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. No, sorry. Jess,
1: Jess is gonna fight me.
0: Jess no. is gonna be
1: in my DMs. Like she's gonna be mad. I no. love you. <laughs> We love you, Swifties. Be a girl.
0: Like what you like. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean you can't like it. No, exactly. I'm I'm happy for the Swifties. When they all went to those concerts, I was really happy for them. Yeah. Well, let us know
1: what you thought of this, uh, this type of structure of an episode. Because we might do more hot takes. We're definitely going to do more hot takes. We're going to do In the more past, for sure. If you have requests of specific topics or categories that you would want our hot takes to be in, you can leave a comment on Patreon. You can DM us on Instagram. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening or watching to Gabbin It Up. Bye.